and welcome to the Grace on Fire show. I'm your host, Carrie Stanley. I'm a mom of twin boys, a nature lover, a travel adventure junkie, and the founder of the Grace on Fire movement. First, I wanna say thank you for tuning in here. I'm on a mission to support women to live a fully aligned life that is on fire through nature soul fulfilling retreats. I'm bringing this show to life to share the many stories of others and my own of what truly following the God whispers really looks like. I'm a big believer that we can step into the life that we are being called to and that the journey looks different for each and every woman. In the show, you'll learn powerful lessons, learn a variety of tools, hear from different faith backgrounds, and hear the real backstories in all different stages of what it really looks like to step out in faith and live a life that is grace on fire. Let's tune in. Hi, Tina PK. Hey, Stanley. How are you, baby? fabulous it's monday morning and we've had a morning already we were planning on doing this but we've had a morning already where things didn't go the way that we expected and we wanted to have this conversation no matter what but this just played right into what we wanted to talk about so do you ever have for those of you that are listening in um do you ever have where you have this idea, you go to do something, you have this idea of how it's going to go, and then you show up and nothing is going that way. And you get those butterflies in your stomach and you get frustrated and you get whatever. And then you end up getting exactly what you needed. Or that what was supposed to happen. What was supposed to happen. Yeah. So yeah. that's um that's something that we had this morning. So we're going to talk about those lessons and how they show up over and over and over again. And we're going to talk specifically about um, a big one that showed up for you for uh, last November. So, so welcome to Facebook Live and the podcast show. You are one of my absolute bestie soul sisters for those of you that don't know you. And man, we've been on a journey together. Man, that's a true statement. <laughs> How long has it been now? Seven years? Something like that? At least. 2015 ish? Yeah. At least seven years. Least. Yeah. At least. Yeah. yeah. It's, been a, it's been a journey, a never ending journey, um, which yeah. I love. And I hope it never does end. I was going to say, <laughs> which I love because um, I think it's so important to have people in your life that are climbing with you, that are getting it, that are seeing the vision with you, that, um, that are just there for you in that way. And you're that one of those people for me. So thank you for that. Ditto. Thank you. I'm so grateful. So grateful. Mm. For mm -hmm. those people, especially for the podcast, for those of you listening yeah. on Facebook, you probably know both of us, but for the podcast, um, for those that don't know who Tina Paulus Krauss is, what would you say? Ah, uh, I would say that, gosh, that's like a loaded question. It's such an easy loaded question. Who am I? Um, I am a transformational trainer. I'm a transformational coach. I'm CEO of TPK Consulting. I am a mom. I am a sister. I am an aunt. I am a wife. I'm all the things. And probably more than anything, um, I'm me. 
right? Like I get to be me today. So we talk about the eight years and, and just the, the, the journey, just the journey to, to really discover who, who I am as a person, right? I woke up one day and my life wasn't working. Uh, and I was pretending not to know it wasn't working up until that day. And since that day, eight years ago, um, it's just been every day gets a little bit clearer, right? Like every moment, every decision, every choice gets a little bit clearer. And today um, I get to be me. I just get to authentically and vulnerably be me and move forward with my mission and my vision and um, and just make the world a better place. And what is that mission? Mission is to empower 1 million high-performing leaders to create freedom, right? Create freedom by going from burnout to bliss. I was in huge burnout my whole life. Like I created the burnout. (laughs) It wasn't like the burnout happened to me. I created the burnout and um, very unintentionally, but it still was there. And so taking my life back, taking back my joy, taking back my relationships, taking back myself has been, um, it's been a really amazing journey. Amazing journey. We were just talking about duality today. And just because I say it's amazing and I choose to live in joy every single day, it doesn't mean that things are perfect. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, there's all kinds of stuff that go with that, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was listening to um, a sermon actually on Sunday and it was talking about that are all of a sudden moments are built up by so many things that were happening that we weren't paying attention to or different things like that. Like all of a sudden comes from kind of a lengthy amount of time. And then there's a sudden awareness. There's a sudden thing that has us make a change, a sudden thing that has us here. And then even the sudden result after uh, may be from many, many, many steps. And then all of a sudden there's a sudden like quantum leap that happens or a sudden thing like that. And that reminds me of what you're saying. Like I, I was living this life and I've been living this life for a while. And then all of a sudden I woke up one morning and I was like, how did I get in this life? I was, I heard Sarah Blakely say the other day where she had a moment where she was like, wait a minute, this isn't my movie. This is not the movie I'm supposed to be in. I am ready for a different one. And it was like, all of a sudden she had that realization. And so she started making the changes to create the company. She now sold for a billion dollars, you know, but it was like, there was these all of a sudden moments, but there was like so many things that were happening that led to those all of a sudden moments. And I love that you talked about, it's like, we're constantly evolving to become the most authentic version of ourselves and, and acceptance and really stepping into that and owning who we are as women in this world, as what is our mission? Like, who do we get to show up as all the things? And it's constantly evolving. And I've gotten to witness your evolving. You've gotten to witness my evolving and we're in our next evolving. And I think that, yes, we are. I think when we can accept that it's super, um, it's super powerful for us to like be living in that way. Mm-hmm. If you were leaving us any comments, first of all, if you're on Facebook, definitely say hi to us. Um, yeah. I cannot see comments based off of this, the status <laughs> since we're through zoom, but for those of you that are, we will make sure we get back to them um, afterwards from that standpoint. So this morning, 
I want to talk just really quickly about this morning because I think it was such a powerful example of when we think we've got it all together and we expect how things are going to go and then it doesn't go that way and the lessons that come up. So do you want to talk a little bit about our experience this morning? Yeah, well, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to my retreat in January that you supported me with, right? You drove, I don't know, seven hours is how far we live apart and you drove all the way to come and support me for my in-person retreat. And it's been a while since we've done in-person stuff, you know, and, um, and you got here to my house and you saw my singing bowls. I had just literally, I had just unpacked all of my singing bowls that I had bought. And, um, you were very curious about them and asked about them. And, and I was like, yeah, I'm, tomorrow I'm going to perform for the first time ever with these singing. And you're like, you've been practicing. And I was like, nope, just got it in the mail. And so that was my way of pushing myself, you know, through this journey, you, you just learn different ways to push yourself and to stretch yourself and to go into new things and, and try and experience new, new stuff. And the singing bowls were my new stuff that I was trying. And, um, I did that next day I, you know, perform them and, and singing bowls, like they literally speak to my soul, literally speak to my soul. And so I get to bring that, I get to bring that out. And I'm super excited for doing that. So since that time, I've done some reels. I've legitimately practiced and all the stuff. And so Carrie asked me to come to her group this morning and do a sound bath. And I was super excited about it. Okay, I get to do sound baths now. And I didn't have the technology figured out. <laughs> My sound wasn't working. I don't know what's up with the sound. So if there's anybody listening that's like an expert sound, I could use your support <laughs> big time. But yeah, you know, people are people are sitting and waiting and I'm supposed to be performing and nobody can hear they can hear me talking but they can't hear my singing bowls right they can't hear what's what I'm actually doing and so um you know you show up and you think it's going to go one way and all of a sudden it's not going another way and Carrie said well just lead us through a meditation I was like okay you know and so on the fly I figured out a meditation and sent some music and Carrie played the music and we made it work and it was a beautiful experience and so you know, five, six, seven, eight years ago, Carrie, kind of going back to where we first, you know, what we were talking about earlier, I would have had a meltdown. Like, being up on Zoom, I'm out, you know, like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Close and the so there's that, like, close the door. There is a little bit like, oh my God, you know, like, happening right now. Um, and I just, like, I get to trust myself. Right. Like today I've learned how to trust myself and I'm not saying that it happens a hundred percent, but in that moment I had a choice in that moment, I could have melted down or in that moment, I could have trusted myself that I get to serve in whatever way it is that I'm going to serve. And so uh, this morning was a really great experiment. What do you want to call it? Practice, stretch, whatever you want. And just being able to let go and just serve, just serve. It was my intention always to just serve. Um, and it's my intention with those singing bowls to just serve and I get to serve. And so even though it wasn't the singing bowls, we had somebody else's music, but I was still able to take everyone through a meditation. And it was beautiful. So that was this morning. Yeah. And I think there's a couple of key takeaways because a couple of things that I want to bring forward. One is it was such a lesson for everyone on because people even shared afterwards that they needed the lesson that it's not always perfect that it's, that it's can be messy and that people can support you during the time and that it can still work out. And so that was a lesson that uh, several people said that they actually needed. So 
So yeah. the messiness provided the perfect lesson for so many people. Yeah. And I'm a recovering perfectionist. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm a total recovering perfectionist, even showing up today without makeup. I would have made 22 excuses wag <laughs> because I, you know, it's like, when I drop the perfection, I'm able to just show up in my authentic self. And so that's been definitely a lot of years of practicing that for sure. Yeah. Well, and I think the other thing that sometimes we forget is you told me right before that you were like, I've spoken in front of 400 people and I'm actually nervous to do this little sound healing on zoom for a handful of people. And yeah. so, and, and noticing that, and I think we don't give ourselves credit because we want to stay in the lane of comfort competence that we've built up. But the only way that we got there was because we allowed ourselves to practice because the first time you spoke in public, you were not that way. And now it's like, oh, I got to go speak in front of 400 people. It doesn't mean you don't have a little backstage, like, but in general, totally. you're like, I've got this down. And then we kind of wanted to stay there because our ego is like, look at me, I'm master at this, you know? And then um, it's sometimes it can be the tiniest things because giving ourselves permission to learn something new, to be vulnerable, to put it out there brings up that childlike, I get to learn all over again. And it's like, if we're not doing that in our life, it's really just another level of playing safe, even if- Mm -hmm you're out yeah. there speaking on a stage of 400 people. So I think we forget that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, when I think about it, um, the, the singing bowls are my creative outlet, you know, when we, and I've lived in masculine most of my career. I mean, especially when I was at corporate, I lived in that masculine energy and, and so the singing bowls allow me to like literally be in my feminine energy and be you know, be that side of my personality. And, and that's not always comfort flexing that because, you know, the, you know, I'm scared of judgment, like in underlying it all, like who's going to judge me, who's going to be in comparison. Am I good enough? Am I enough? All that stuff rises up. And, and so again, the re, you know, I put myself in those situations so that I can practice it and get past those, like those things that come up. But um, anytime I, you know, anyone tries anything new, that's the stuff that's going to come up. And then when it doesn't go the way that you expected it to, that's the practice. That's the total practice. Yeah. And it's like in the moment, it's kind of yeah. like the oh shit moment, but like, that's the juice of life. Like that's the juice of life. And we're so scared of it, but like, that's yeah. when we grow the most and, and how we choose to show up in that moment. And we don't have to have it all figured out. Matter of fact, admitting that we don't is actually one of the greatest things. And so the, when I've studied like the best leaders out there, people that I like aspire to different things like that. One of the things that I've noticed is a massive theme and back to Sarah Blakely, when I was listening to her the other day and how she chose to run her company, one of her big things is putting herself in uncomfortable situations on a really regular basis, like things that scare the heck out of her. And sometimes we don't know when we're stepping into things. And this was really big is I'm going to step into something and not know what I'm stepping into and not know what that is. And so I'm sharing these stories of what happens on the retreat experiences because so often Mm. 
people are scared to go because they're like, I don't know the full agenda. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how everything's going to turn out. I don't know how everything's going to be at home and where yeah. we're stopping ourselves. And it always shows up in retreats, which is why I give it as an example. Oh, sure. But where we stop ourselves in life is because when it is unknown like that, we don't let ourselves walk through the door because we're not trusting that we are supported and that we can handle it. And, and where do we limit ourselves? And she was such a perfect example of how often she's just said yes to things. And then she shows up and has moments on a really regular basis and allowing herself to navigate that over and over and over is what's built that trust muscle. And mm-hmm. so, so I want to talk about when you said yes to going to Costa Rica this last time, because I've gone to Costa Rica twice with a retreat and you got to go on this last one and said yes to that experience in your mind, when you were going to it, you had one story of it, but then as it got closer, it didn't go at all like you expected. And so, so let's start at the beginning of, were you excited to go? I mean, at the beginning, beginning, like way at the beginning, yeah, going to Costa Rica. Well, totally. I was totally excited. I mean, and it changed a little bit because of COVID and kind of a lot of this, you know, some of the stuff that happened, but yeah, of course. When some, you know, like you said, we set these goals. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's a year down the road. That's like a long time down the road. I'll commit to that. And then as it gets closer and as it gets closer and, you know, our, my ego took over. So I'm not, I'm not going to talk in general. I'm going to talk about me and my experience. So my ego took over. My ego in the moment was you got so much going on. My ego was telling me all the reasons why I shouldn't go. All the reasons why I should just stay right at home, stay in my comfort zone, you know, and all that. And I had literally tried to go to Costa Rica, what, three times? I mean, there's been several times that I have said yes to Costa Rica and I have worked myself out of it. I have manifested myself straight on out of it. And that's how powerful we are. Um, and so, you know, it, I don't even know where to begin with it, right? Like I was just literally talking myself out of it. And I, I got on the plane. I got, you know, because in what happens through this journey for me is that I, the chatter happens, like our head chatter is going to happen. And what tools do I have right now that I can pull in to, to turn that narrative in my head around? And so the narrative in my head, when it get, kept getting closer and closer and closer is you're busy, you got too much going on. Like, you don't need this. It's all good. You know, you committed to this way back when, when things were different. So much has changed. Like, all the stuff was coming up for me. And I got to the airport, my connecting flight, and I had fully convinced myself to turn around and go home. Fully convinced myself that I did not need to be in Costa Rica, that it was not good timing, all the stuff. And I called Carrie. (laughs) And I fully called Carrie, expecting Carrie to say, oh, I I guess I didn't. I knew where you were going to be at. But in my mind, I was like, she's going to let me off. And I called you and you, you just didn't say anything. You just like, let me sit in it a little bit. And sometimes we need to sit in stuff and not let the people that are going to let us off the hook, let us off the hook. You didn't let me off the hook. And when I finally let go of all the chatter and all the reasons, like, you know, there was like this light bulb that said, Tina, you're resisting going to Costa Rica. You might've even said those words to me, Carrie. Like, I want you to be present right now, Tina, with the fact that you're saying no to Costa Rica. Like who says no to Costa Rica? It's paid for. You're literally at your connecting flight and you're still resisting it. And so for me, it's 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 always been about being stronger than my resistance. 
because my resistance is strong. I'm strong. So of course my resistance is going to be strong. And, and more than that, surrounding yourself with people that are going to see you in your best, that are going to see you at your highest, that aren't going to let your nerds and my rhetoric and my internal thought process talk me out of it. So so I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you, Carrie. I'm grateful for you, not only holding the space of Costa Rica, but for not letting me talk myself out of it because I would have talked myself out of it. I was fully already talked myself out of it. And once I got there, it like I literally was able to open up the space. We talked about this this morning about how important that space is. I was literally able to lock out all the noise, lock out all the chaos, lock out that internal dialogue just kind of went away because I finally had got myself into safe space where there was nothing else in the whole entire world that was more important than just me being there and being with myself. I'm going to get emotional and being with myself. And we resist that. We resist being with ourselves mm. because in my mind, I knew that if I gave myself the time to be with myself, I was going to, I was going to tell myself the truth, right? I was going to see the truth. I was going to know where I was supposed to go. And in, in fact, I was resisting where it was I was supposed to go, that I wanted to go, that I truly was meant to go. And so the chaos and the busyness in our life, we create that. I create that busy. I create chaos. And until we allow ourselves that space to let the chaos go and just be internal with who we are, we're never going to see what that future could look like. And for me, I would have stayed in the chaos and I would have stayed in the uck if I wouldn't have given myself that time to actually come out of it. So, so yeah, trying things that are uncomfortable, putting yourself in those situations, just going for it and knowing that when you do have that time with yourself, it's sacred time. And we're so scared of it. I was so scared of it. Yeah. And I want to unpack that just a little bit because there was so much that evolved over that week because it was, it was a full seven days and thank you. So like it hit me so much because you guys, I'm, I'm facing this right now as I'm headed off to Europe for almost Mm -hmm. five weeks. And it's like, it's a dream come true. Just like going to, to, to uh, Costa Rica for many people is a dream come true or whatever it may be. And sometimes the closer we get to our dreams coming true, it's like Mm -hmm. all the anxiety that comes up and all of the things, but it's like our soul, there's this depth of knowing in Mm -hmm. our soul that I'm creating this because there's something there for me and it's a whole new opening and the ego wanting to cling to safety, cling to what I know, cling to guilt, cling to, you know, what has been working, all of those things. And it's in like conflict and there's a fight that's happening. Yeah. And when we get really quiet. It's like, it's fear of the unknown, but part mm-hmm. of the unknown is our evolving. Part of the unknown is what can be whispered to us when we will finally listen Part of the unknown is starting to actually allow ourselves to hear some of that truth and take a look at our lives because otherwise it's just going to keep running the way it's been running and we're going to keep, and things are working, right? And so we're going to hold on to those and then we're just going to deal or avoid with the stuff that's not. And when we take this space, we have an opportunity to get really honest with ourselves and that is scary. And so I get it. I get. Yeah. My soul knew. 
Yeah. <laughs> my soul knew what I was going into and it was resisting it at every, like at every moment it was resisting it. And so we get to be stronger than our resistance is really what it was. And if I can't be stronger than my resistance and I get to phone somebody to support me <laughs> to be stronger than my resistance. And fortunately that's usually you. Which I love. I love to be that role. And you do that for me too. And I want to say, I like a couple real things for you were one is seven days. I know I keep saying seven days. How am I supposed to be gone for seven days? You want me to be disconnected for seven days? Like that's not even possible. (laughs) At the end of seven days, I wanted seven more. Yeah. And I think I was listening to something the other day that really hit this home. It's like, we want the answers to so much in our lives and we're praying for it and we're asking for it and all of the things. And we won't give ourselves permission for even an hour of silence without our phone, our everything, all the stuff like Mm -hmm. that gives us anxiousness, let alone a full 24 hours. But imagine what a full seven days can do for us. And you got to see that. And I always say there's magic that happens at about day three, four, because day one and two, you're still a little bit wrapped up in like, but let me check. Let me go back. I'm like, I'm still kind of there. And there's magic on day or three or four. So you didn't magically, and I just want to say this, you didn't magically get like move through that spot in the airport, kicking and screaming, going ahead and saying yes, even though you didn't want to get on that plane and then arrive in Costa Rica and be like, (laughs) that was hard. I was like, what the hell? This first day seems like it's 12 days long in of itself. Yeah. And that like, you were still angry. I was, I was really angry. Yeah. And I think sometimes we hear, and I just, I love to say some of the honest things because many times this is what's happening before you even allow yourself to get on the plane. This is what stops us before getting on the plane. And I want you to hear like, or signing up for the program. Yeah, whatever it is like. And so Mm. it's, it's the same thing for us when we take a leap of faith into something and we don't know how it's going to work out. It's the same thing when we invest in, you know, I've talked about investing in that first coach or opening the business or stepping into the relationship or whatever. It's these things that like go through phases that we've got to say yes through the uncomfortable multiple times. And so for you, it was some phases and then I, I want to talk about another phase for you, because one of the phases that I witnessed as you went through kind of that first day and allowed yourself to settle. And I just want to say the courage to go when your ego was so no in that moment is huge. And just to surrender and accept support and allow yourself to be on, like you, you showed up and told everybody that this is what's going on for you. You didn't, I I was like, I'm angry. (laughs) And I think that that's so important for us to like allow space for the resistance to be moving through and like not make it wrong and understanding Mm -hmm. that there's so much that's going to happen because of that. But sometimes we got to move through the ickiness, you know? Yeah. I think all the time we have to like, that's what stops us because that ickiness, it's not fun. It's like, it's no different than exercise, Carrie, right? Like you run marathons, a marathon's not easy. 
That's a lot of work, but what you get from doing that marathon, from the experience of that mind, body, and soul is so much more beneficial than sitting in the muck. Yeah. And when we're sitting in the muck, we can't see that bigger vision. We can't see what's going to, what's like on the other side of it. But when we go through that muck, I knew the whole time I was doing that, I was going through the muck. Like I get, this is muck. I hate the muck. Like the muck sucks. <laughs> like I know it's the muck. And if I don't go through it, I don't get to the other side. And it was more important to me in that moment mm-hmm. to get to the other side. So it's got to be more important for people to get to the other side than it is to stay in the muck because it's, mm-hmm. it feels good sometimes in the muck. Like it does. Sometimes and we get it attached feels, to it and we get attached to it and we think it's our way. Like I thought the muck was my way of life for 48 years, 48 years of my life. I thought the muck is just how we were supposed to live. Like, this is just how life is. This is just what it is. It's just what you do. And on the other side of that muck, I'm like, oh my God, there's like joy over here. Oh my God, there's freedom over here. Oh my God, I don't have to be perfect. People still love me when I don't show up perfect, right? Like I can still be me and still be okay. I mean, all that stuff is freeing. It's freeing. Mm -hmm. And so it's why that safe space is so important. Mm -hmm. I needed the safe space to work through it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you allowed other people to see you working through it, which is super, super powerful because you're a powerful woman and people see you and are like, oh my gosh, she's got it all together. She's creating all these things. And so to be honest, that like, this is what you're going through, I think is super, um, super relatable, gives people permission and really lets people in of what we all are going through and what we're all facing. And so, so you managed to, embrace that first day, give yourself permission to be angry, give yourself permission to be honest. And then the next morning you woke up and we are zip lining. Mm. See, there you go. Mentioning that. Yeah. Are you wanting me to talk about the zip lining? <laughs> so just so you know, zip lining to me meant zip line. Like there's one zip line. You get up on the thing, you took the zip line, you get to the other end, you're done. So I wasn't super concerned about the zip lining until I found out that there was like nine or ten of them. And when did I'm you like, find oh. out? And when did well, you find like out? on our way there, maybe? Or when we were at the first one? Yeah, you were at the first one, like all geared up. And you were getting ready to step onto the platform. And they said, there's there's 10. Because you turned around and looked at me angry again. I was so mad at you. I was like, freaking 10 of these? Like, I can do one. I'm done. And then I can say I did one, but to do nine of them. And we're in Costa Rica, right? So understand that it's not a zip line over a little hill. Like, it's a zip line over (laughs) massive jungle and Canyons, and when you get to the end of the zip line, it's on a four foot by four foot like platform that's in the middle of a mountain. I'm not, like in my head, I'm not equipped for this. I'm not like I'm not supposed to be doing this. What the hell am I doing here? I'm way out of my league. Like again, all the internal stuff came up, yeah. and I like I'm turning around. I'm running. I can't, you know, and that's not an option because you got 600 people behind you waiting to do the same thing, and so. Yeah. So that first zip line went, it was great. Like, okay, good. I can do this. And then we got further into the jungle 
And they got deeper and wider and longer. And I mean, you know, by by the fourth or fifth jump, I was I don't know that I breathed between then and and the last one. And I did it. I did it. I got through all nine of the zip lines and I'm alive and it happened. And, you know, it's going to be a minute before I ever do another zip line. But I did it. And, you know, so it's just another way of pushing limits. It's a, it got me to the next level. It it increased my confidence because I can do zip lining through the jungle. Like I still think back about it and like, oh, my God, I can't believe that we did that. So, yeah, um, life is a series of stretches right? Of there's always a next level, no matter where we're at in life, there's always a next level. And if I'm not pushing myself, nobody's going to push me. So I love that your retreats allow me to do that, right? Like I love that I'm able to push my limit in that way because we're not like, I live in Wisconsin. (laughs) Ziplining through the jungle is not something that we can do here. So (laughs) yes. And one of the really pivotal moments that I remember, because I remember you glaringly gave me a look when we started. And then there was a couple times in the middle that you were still like petrified, surrendered, anxious. Oh my gosh, this is beautiful, but I can't look to all the things. And then at the end, I remember you sitting off to the side. Like, I just remember your body language. I remember seeing you. I remember you looking at me at the end and so much emotion came up. Oh, it's coming up again now. Yeah. I think it's emotion that like I allowed myself to try something new and that I succeeded. (laughs) I'm still alive was part of it. Um, it was just pride, right? Like I was proud of myself. I was no longer angry. <laughs> I was able to let the anger go. Um, because sometimes I like we get caught up in ourselves. Like I was so caught up in myself through all of that. Like I'm ziplining in Costa Rica. I'm literally ziplining right now through the jungles of Costa Rica. Who gets to do that? Right. And so there's a moment, there's this moment, it was probably on the last zip line. I'm not going to lie. It's still that long, but there's this moment where you let go of the mad and you surrender. Like you, there's this moment when there's a surrender that says, get the hell over yourself, Tina. Like get over yourself. Look at what you have right now to be grateful for. And gratitude to this day is my single most tool that I use. And I think about one of the first retreats that you and I were at and somebody, and I don't, I think it was Lori, right? Lori Harder said, write down a hundred things you're grateful for. And I literally looked at my paper and I was like, I don't even know what this means. I don't even know what it means, right? I couldn't think of one thing. And so over the last seven years, practicing the gratitude today, ask me and I'll talk for 24 hours. I'll rattle them off and I'll keep rattling them off and keep rattling them off. But in those moments when I'm so caught up in the scarcity, in those moments when I'm so caught up in in myself and being scared and not wanting to do the next zip line, I remember that I lost my gratitude. Mm. And so when I can surrender all that other stupid stuff that doesn't matter and just grab onto the gratitude of where I'm at in this moment, 
it will always, always shift me. I've never found a moment when it didn't shift me mm-hmm. mm. back to where I was supposed to be. That so many people like just rewind and listen to all of that all over again. Cause that just grounded me. Cause I think it's so important for us to understand that so often we let anger and the resistance stop us and it doesn't yeah. have to stop us. It just gets to go with us. And it will, as we are in movement and as we are moving towards what we want, even if we're scared, it does get dropped at some point. And it, and it kind of like understands that it's safe in the scary. And Mm -hmm. so, and so it doesn't become that like dominating, dominating um, force. Otherwise, yeah. And there's three back. Yeah. And there's a reason why you do the adventure on day one, right? Like when I let go of all that other stuff, when I let go of being mad, when I let go of like, I can't be disconnected from my phone for seven days, when I let go of all the stuff that doesn't even matter. And I step into that gratitude and I step into that opening. Like I'm able to create really cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm able to be exactly who it is that I say I want to be. I'm, I'm able to serve in the way that my vision is stating that I get to serve. And all that other stuff just holds me back. Mm-hmm. It just holds me back. It's not wrong. It's not bad. It just gets to be overcome and it gets to be surrendered and take a back seat. And so practicing that over the last seven years, woo, that has been the game changer, Carrie, right? Like that's been the game changer. It doesn't have to hold me back anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's still going to come up. Like no matter what, it's not going to come up. It's still going to be come up. There's always an up level. There's always a scary. There's always those types of things. And it's like pulling out the tools, having the support system, those types of things. And so as you allowed, because there was this whole seven days, you know, and so here we are on day one. And then a couple of days later, and I don't want to go through everything that we, that we got to experience down there. And the magic that unfolded, but I specifically remember around day three or four, you were reflected back. So many people said to you, you literally look like a different person. And I remember people saying that to you. I saw it like you had melted into another person. And do you remember what you felt and the things that you said? Mm. I felt free, right? I felt held. I felt new. I felt back in my power. I mean, sometimes we don't have our power and we don't even realize we had this conversation this morning. We don't even realize that something or someone else has our power until we give ourselves the time to actually know what's happening. And so in those moments, I was just like, why, you know, again, no matter how much work we've done in this area, we still sometimes find ourselves in that area. And And it was a great realization because I think sometimes my ego takes over and says, well, you've done the work, like you've done the work, like you don't have permission to be here because you've done the work. And, and it's being there that reminds me of the work. It's being there that reminds me that we all go through this. It's being there that reminds me that the tools are so important and the community and who you surround yourself with and all of it is so important. And when we lose sight of it, what's not working in our life starts to creep in because we've lost sight of it. And so that's why I, like, I'm committed. I know you're committed in your mission to hold those safe spaces. It's those safe spaces, Carrie, 
those safe spaces are what allowed me to transform. Mm -hmm. Those safe spaces are what allowed me to become who it is that I said I wanted to become. And so because of that, I am dedicated always to hold those safe spaces for others so that we can all grow together. You and I have been together seven years. We're still growing. Just because we hold spaces for other people to grow doesn't mean that we're not also growing at the same time. And I think that's such a huge lesson that I lose sight of in yeah. trying to build the quote unquote business, right? Yes, because one of the things that you said was I've got like, I've got this mission. I need to be working. I've done the work. So I'm, I gotta be like focused on building the mission. And it was, yeah. it was, can I give myself permission to receive the space for myself? And also where maybe some rebalancing gets to happen. And what I watched you melt into and relax, you were like, uh, I, I remember you were like sprawled out on the couch and you were just like, oh my God, I don't remember the last time I felt this much peace. The last mm -hmm. time I felt this relaxed, the last time I laughed and had fun. Like, you know, I remember that I was fun. <laughs> you remembered you were fun. And we get mm -hmm. so into the mission, which is so important that sometimes we forget some of these things and allowing the space for that to be and be okay and melt into. And not only that, then like your next visions came through. Oh my God. It's crazy because you, that's clutter. So I'm thinking of Mel Mason right now. I'm going to shout out to Mel Mason, right? Because it's, uh, yeah. it's clutter. It's clutter in my head. When we have that clutter in our head, like it blocks, it blocks our future. It blocks where we're trying to go. It blocks our vision, right? And so once I surrendered in those moments, and I was like, oh God, I got like four days left <laughs> kind of thing, right? Like I have all this time left now. And my mind was open and the thoughts were gone and I had this space to create, mm -hmm. right? That I don't necessarily allow myself when I'm in my everyday because I'm building the business, which is creating, but it's just a different vibe and it's a different feel. And so over the course of the next several days is where reset came to birth, right? Reset and heal, actually both of them. And I hadn't offered in-person or really online retreat since before COVID. Mm -hmm. And, and when I think about my vision and what I get to create in this lifetime, it's all about holding that safe space for people to grow. And I had gotten away from that. I had gotten so into the business and the results and, you know, and the, and the to do and the doing instead of the being that I had forgotten to be, I'd forgotten to be fun. I had forgotten to be light. I had forgotten to be peaceful. And it's in those moments that I actually get to create. And so no matter, I think where, where I'm going with this and what I'm trying to say is no matter how much work we think we've done, there's always a next level. No much work we think that we have done, there's always a moment where we also get to get to reset and get to pause and get to think and see what's working and what's not working. And and just really, you know, re I, I, that's why reset was born. I needed a reset. Like that's literally what I needed in that moment. And it's literally what I ended up creating one day or a three day, you know? And so, yeah, I don't know if that answered your question or not, but that's what came up with me. It was just, yeah. And we resist what we need the most. 
and we're wanting the answer, but many times surrendering to what it is because we've got to let go of control. We've got to let go of what we expect. We've got to let go of so many things and open up to what's now available for us. And that's a scary spot. And so, and I just, Mm -hmm. I just, I remember you resisting seven days so much right when it was like right before it even even with me I'm like oh my gosh I'm going to Europe for five weeks and it's exciting and in the last couple of days I'm like oh my god what are you doing like oh my gosh like this is irresponsible this is just wrong this is like who the heck do you think you are all the things are coming up Mm-hmm. which tells me a whole lot's happening over there and it's all for me. And I get to surrender into some of those things. Yeah. And then I remember you at the end of seven days and one, like your body had changed. You had opened up some more. You were, you were in that, like, I don't, I remember you being so like, oh my gosh, I actually went an entire day without checking social media. Yeah. And yeah. On my like phone. Such a, and the world's still spinning and it's okay. And the, and the world moves on. Yeah. And so what are some of the lessons that you've taken home with you from that experience? Um, that I get to create, I get to have those spaces as well. <laughs> you know, again, how many of us are out there creating these spaces for other people and forgetting that we need them as well? Mm-hmm. So that was a big lesson for me that I get to check in and see what's working and what's not working on an ongoing basis as well. Um, Community was another big one. You know, like my programming, my conditioning tells me that I'm supposed to do it on my own, that I should have all the answers. Conditioning tells me that you know, if I don't know what I'm doing, then I'm wrong. I'm not enough. I'm stupid, whatever, you know, the voices that, that we say. And so learning how to request and receive support, um, is an ongoing thing for me. I've come leaps and bounds and I still get to work on more of it because what I'll do is I'll go to my corner. I go to my corner and I try and figure out the answer and figure out the answer. And I get more, frustrated and frustrated as I'm trying to figure out that answer. And then sooner or later, I'm like, oh yeah, you get to have support. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that was a big lesson that like, the sooner I can know that I'm there and request support, the quicker I get past where I'm stuck, the quicker I get to move into my vision, the faster I go back into where it is that I say I want to go versus sitting over here in confusion and then pretending not to know that I'm in confusion. So it's a really big one. Um, and just really like the whole, the whole idea of the pause was really big. I've talked a lot about the pause since I was there. Um, it's busy, it's noisy out there and it's busy and clarity is king. If we're not clear on what it is that we're up to, then the unclarity will take us away. It'll take us out right? Being unclear about what I really wanted to do and be and what all that is, it's, it keeps us in, in that indecision. It keeps us in the not moving forward. It keeps us stuck. And so just being able to have that was a huge lesson. Yeah. And I think to the extended pause, because I think there, I remember this conversation about frivolous. Do you remember this? I do. 
about frivolous because I think sometimes we want to, especially when we get into personal development, we're doing the things we want to rush our breakthrough. Exactly. When we've had like a piece of it, it's like, oh, it's enough. Let me go back to what I was doing. And so allowing yourself to stay in the uncomfortable, stay in the pause. It doesn't mean you're not moving, but stay in the pause because there was a piece of you of, okay, I've, I've relaxed and relaxed and I've had some peace and I've had some breakthroughs and time to go now. (laughs) And then, and then you were like, what? We're going to spend another day doing nothing, which was going out on like a yacht. And you were just like, it be, and you were just, you were honest with, I get that I get to do this. And what's coming up for me is this is frivolous. Yeah. So, so talk a little bit about that because where are we robbing ourselves? This is what I see all the time and I do it myself. And I'm, I'm so doing this on going to my retreat leading it in Italy. in Italy. And then I'm turning around and going to someone else's retreat for right after that, for the same reason of what you talked about of like, we too get to be supported. We too get to have this and it's for a longer amount of time. And I know that there's a whole lot of surrender in that piece of it. So I so get it. Yeah. And there's that piece of me that wants to be like, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. Um, yeah. and so, so talk to me about this whole frivolous because oh my gosh don't we have stories as women that we should be doing all the things and yeah and we had so much fun around that word too and it was literally the world the word that kept coming up to me because if I mean if I take myself out of Costa Rica and I put myself right back where I am right now in my house I'm in my office um I'm in the daily grind right wake up in the morning it's your own business you know having all the processes the systems all the stuff right we're in this daily grind of things and and building a business, building a business through COVID. I mean, it's been, it's been something, something, right? We all know this. And, and so when I think about taking time away from the vision, taking time away from the income, the bottom dollar, the business side of it, it just seemed frivolous. Like I'm, I'm not there yet. I get to be making a million dollars a year before I do that. Right. Like all this stuff in my head. And and I coach people on work-life balance. <laughs> I mean, you know, when it's like, it, so it's just, it's, well, for me, it was allowing myself to, if you feel like this is frivolous, great. Be frivolous right now. It's okay. And coaching myself and supporting from you, obviously, and everyone is like what that looks like, because to me, it was frivolous. Like what? We're going to go on a yacht for a day. This isn't retreat. Like we're supposed to be working. Like what? Like it just didn't seem like it seemed so frivolous. And so for me, what really came up in those moments is how good can you take it? Like what if every single day of your life was living on a yacht and doing this? You know, what if, what if? And just allowing myself to, allowing myself the what if. And the world's not going to stop if you take one day to go out on a yacht. Nothing's going to stop. In fact, it's probably going to make my business move forward. And that's exactly what it did, right? Because I took the time to recharge. I took the time to reset. I took the time to get clear on what it is that I was trying to create and who I wanted to serve and what that looked like. And when I was sitting over here in this confusion and the busy, 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 go, 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 I was spinning my wheels. 
I was spinning my wheels and wondering why it wasn't moving forward, but take a break, get clear, reset, boom. And then I was able to go back out again, which is exactly where my retreat came. And I really, I see that so often with my coaching clients in the overwhelm and the burnout and the frustration. And the answer is take a break. The answer is stop, just stop. Just stop for a minute, stop for an hour, stop for a day. I don't care what it is, but just stop and get clear on what it is that you're really wanting to create and then move forward from that energy. That was my big lesson from your retreat. I was trying to be everything to everyone and do everything and didn't really have a focused strategy for how I was going to get to where I said I wanted to go. And so by taking that pause, it allowed me to really get super clear Mm-hmm. on what I got to create. And it's the safe space for women to do exactly what I just did. <laughs> Reset. Because we get lost no matter where we're at in life, we get lost and we get to come back. Yeah. Yes. And 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 the power of being present and truly being where your feet are and letting go of the expectations and letting go of the breakthrough's got to come right here, right now. You know, all of those, like really giving the space for it and surrendering and opening and it appears and it's amazing and it's magical. And I think one of the things of the space for all of us to be integrating into our life and I coach leaders on the same thing is you've got to go out and get a different perspective. Mm. And it's, that's why it's like, go on a hike or just get out in nature or different things like that, that it's like, when I will do that and open up, then so much more can come through. But instead I keep looking at the same thing, trying to solve it in the same way. And it's just like getting ideas in the shower. Like we get ideas because it's like all of a sudden we kind of let go of the focus and different things like that. And it opens up this channel for new ideas to move through for God to speak to you. There's a space there that opens up that we just don't give ourselves permission for. Yeah. And gosh, so much magic happens there. So, so yeah. And here's the thing on the other end of it, every single time, because I mean, this is something, this is not the first time this has come up for me, right? This is a, this is a pattern that I get to continually live multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. That we get to continue to, but on the other end of it, it's like, it's so easy. Like, it's so easy to say, just stop and take a break. Like, just stop and take a break, but yet we don't do it. And so that's what always cracks me up is I make it so much harder than it actually has to be. Like, just stop, Tina, just stop for a second. And when I stop intentionally and get clear is when path always presents itself, always. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So for anyone that is, take all these lessons for anything that you're wanting to jump into. And for anyone that is thinking about and has been even putting off, like I know people that have retreats, whether it's mine or someone else's or anything like that on their vision board for whatever reason and continuing to put it off or been wanting to, wishing to, what those types of things, what would you tell them? I would say, just do it. If you keep seeing it, Carrie is, if Carrie's Italy keeps popping up in your feed, there's a reason for it. (laughs) If something keeps popping up, there's a reason for it. And here's your past. You haven't trusted your intuition. When it's popping up, it's your intuition. When it's popping up, it's your inner voice. When it's popping up, it's because it's like, hey, knock, knock, knock. Here it is. It's presenting itself for you. 
And so being aware of when that stuff presents itself and then acting on it, not letting the voices talk you out of it. Like I did, like I wanted to do when I was in Houston, I was in Houston. I still remember the connecting airport. I've never had a connection in Houston. I remember that one. Cause I was like, how far would it be if I just rented a car and drove back? Like I had all the, all the things that could have happened, right. Ready to go and lined up. But when, if you're listening, if you're still, if you've started listening to us and you're still listening to us right now, there's a reason for it. Like there's always a reason for it. So trust yourself, trust your gut, trust your intuition, trust the reasons why it keeps coming up. Trust us, right? Like trust the people that are, that are, that are every single day busting butt to put these things out there. It's not easy, but we do it. I do it. I don't want to speak for you, Carrie, but I know that it's the same. Like I do it because I know it works. I do it because I know it's the space that you need, that you get to have to create your own clarity and to create your own transformation and your own change. And so if you keep, if it keeps popping up, my advice is act, act on it. Mm-hmm. Whatever that looks like for you. Just go. Yes. Regardless go. of what it is. If you are interested, we've got a couple spots left for Italy. So if you're that person that's been in, you've been hearing about it, different things like that. And you are at a point of, I get to do something radical or I've been putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, and I'm in an oh shit moment. I tell you some of the greatest transformations have come from those that have gotten on the plane at the very last minute. They've booked their flights the day before, and they're just like, forget it. I'm going to do it because they don't have time to think themselves out of it. And so that is really powerful. So there are a couple spots. If you are ready to go to Italy, you come Friday, get on the plane, and we will see you (laughs) on Saturday. Italy next year is open as well. So for those of you that are planners that you were like, I have got to have it booked and on my calendar and I need it. And I want something on my calendar next year to ensure that I create the space for myself, then message me to get into Italy next year because the pricing goes up for it on Friday as well. So that is that. And then there's a couple more this year. There's Zion National Park in Utah. There is San Diego that I'm co-creating with Wendy McKenna, and we are leading that one. And then there is one in New York City that's the Magical Miracles Retreat in December. That is my 10-year celebration of when, um, of actually when I got fired and decided to start this new life, this new journey. And so I'm taking 10 women to New York City for that. Mm-hmm. So, so I tell you all of them, and for any of you that are like, oh my gosh, I haven't had this space that Tina's talking about. I haven't given myself permission to have this space. I'm scared of this space. I'm scared of the truth, but I know my soul is telling me I need this. I need this right now. And not only that, it will fast track the rest of your year because taking this seven days for you to actually have the shift in perspective is actually going to be the game changer for you being the trailblazer for what you want to create for the rest of the year. So for those of you that are resonating for that, message me or drop a note below. Or if you're listening to the podcast, then then send me a DM or an email, whichever, and get on a plane. And I'm saying this because I truly believe there's at least one woman and I've had, and I've had this happen with Costa Rica where it was a few days before and they were like, I have no idea why I'm doing this. This feels crazy. And they had one of the biggest breakthroughs because they trusted in something so big that their soul was calling. 
And so I'm saying this for the one woman, two women that are like, I got to go. I got to go. I haven't made this space for myself yet this year. Not only that, in the last few years, something gets to change. It could be something small, could be something big, but a breakthrough time. I haven't given myself this. And so for you, message me and let's go and I'll see you in Italy. So I want to, and I want to say something on this and you don't know that I'm going to do this, but it, it's coming. It's on my heart. And so I I'm going to do it. I haven't known you were so. going to say anything on this whole thing. <laughs> That's true. This is true. Um, I've watched you carry in action, right? I, we've been together now for seven, eight years and and I don't know of anyone else who can hold space in that moment like you. And what I mean by that, and I'm saying this so that people know this and the people that know, know, um, but I've witnessed you literally, somebody will raise their hand and ask a question. And I've seen you literally stop everything and dig into that and literally transform people in front of my eyes. And it is beautiful and like so amazing to watch you in your magic and in your glory. Um, it's definitely like it's it, it's magic. And so anybody that's out there, I just want you to know that like Carrie has this way of seeing people. Like you really see people. You see people for who they are. You see them for who they want to be. You see them at their highest. And you just have this like knack and magic spark about being able to just dig in and find it and just pull it out. And it's really, really amazing to watch. Oh, thank you so much. It's, um, it's such an honor to be on somebody's journey and to hold that space and just see their light shine because it's always there. It's always already there, but to allow it to unfold and watch somebody give themselves permission to fully step into what they already know is their truth. Like what you just said, it's mm -hmm. just, it's being the conduit of the space of the truth that's already there and giving yourself permission and loving you through it is like seriously one of the greatest gifts that I get to experience. So it's, I have, there's been more than once where I've, where I've in my head, I'm like, Oh, here she goes. Here she goes. Here she goes. And you just go in and it's beautiful to witness for both the whole thing is just amazing. So I wanted to make sure that mm. I was able to say that to you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Uh, I love you so much. And this, this goes to show for, uh, for all of us, the power of community and the power of growth together. One of the things is, is like, there's not a hat of, I am over this, or you're over this, or you know, there's not like a title or anything like that. It's just giving permission that we're standing with each other for our growth. And we use, utilize different gifts to bring it to the table. And so getting powerhouse women together in a, in a room and, and truly just being honest with all of this, it's like, oh, the magic that can unfold, the transformation that can happen in your life. And it's not a one and done. It is not a one and done, which is why I put these things on my calendar too. Hence the one that I'm going to here quickly. So um, I think it's so incredibly important for all of us to, to stay in that and feel supported and have those places we can be honest with ourselves. So thank you for yeah. sharing your story and um, just 
being the magic that you are and the willingness to stretch over and over and over again, whether it's the zip line, whether it's the being frivolous, whether it's the um, being honest with what's coming up, whether it's trying sound healing for the first time and then having the sounds not work. I mean, I think it's a, it's a true testament of, of our journey is never over and it gives permission for everybody, no matter where they are that just keep going, keep being messy, keep showing up. And there's always something new to learn. Yeah. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. It never ends. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank thanks you. for coming on today. Thank you all for joining in with us today for Facebook. We'll go back and read your comments. Let us know what resonated, what you needed to hear. Maybe there's a leap of faith for you somewhere in your life, or there's something you've been resisting and you needed to hear this. So let us know that. For those of you interested in a retreat, highly recommend that you message me today. For those of you that are wanting to get on a flight for Friday and the rest of you that are ready to get something on your calendar, message me today for that as well. Have a great one and we'll see you on the next one. Bye everyone. Thanks for tuning in for today's show. If you are wanting to make sure you don't miss an episode, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And because we are all about impacting and supporting others, if this is something you know that a friend or someone else would definitely get benefit of it, be sure to share it with them. Here's to living another day as grace on fire.